Hey everybody, my name is Joe and you are listening to the Solidification Podcast. Mary is out this week, so you are left with me as your guide on your spiritual journey. So I would like to say thank you for having me and this is my first time hosting a podcast, so please be gracious towards me as I am figuring this out and trying something new. So what I would like to talk about is the idea of what it truly means to go within. And this is something that you probably have heard if you're in the spiritual community. You know, all your answers are found within. Um, All your problems lie within. Uh, You need to go within to heal and process what reality is presenting to you in this very moment. And there's a lot of stuff that we bury deep down inside of us that is always going to be resurfaced if it's never resolved. So one of the reasons that these spiritual teachers and teachings do say to go within is because that truly is where all your answers lie. So today I'm going to give you a practical way to apply this to your everyday life. So in preparation for this podcast, I created a seven-step process, and this is by no means the way to go about going within. It's just something that works for me in my own personal life. So I thought that I would share it with you guys today. And the first step on my list is to find stillness and find a quiet place. So when I start this process, it's very important for me to not be surrounded by different energies, different opinions, people's emotions and It's really important to momentarily separate myself in order to hear my thoughts better and to feel what I'm feeling better. So first step, I would just encourage you to do that. You're you're feeling kind of shitty today and things have been coming up and you're trying to process it and that's a great desire to have, but you need to get alone first and Start listening to what your body and your mind are saying. And that leads me into the next step, which is to feel your feelings. And this is something that we have not learned well. I think that the generation that is coming up now is starting to learn it. But when I was in kindergarten or first grade, there wasn't a class on what it means to feel anger. There wasn't a lesson on what it means to feel sadness. These were simply emotions that were viewed as negative and bad for the child. And we are coming out of a generation that has disregarded and suppressed a lot of emotions for the sake of being unable to be mindful of them and observe them with an unbiased awareness. So... Get alone, get still, and then start to scan your body. Start to scan where you're feeling sadness if you're feeling sad. Start to feel where you're feeling anger if you're feeling really mad at somebody. You could start to describe what the feeling feels like. You could say that this feeling feels heavy. It feels sharp. It feels dull. And this will help you become more mindful of what you're feeling and when you're feeling it. And it's in this place where you can start to trace a feeling that's coming up. And instead of saying, 
oh, I'm experiencing a bad feeling. I need to get rid of it. You can allow it to come up. You could feel it and simply observe it. Because every emotion that comes up is coming up for a reason. Because it is a response from a thought. And a thought comes from a belief. And beliefs are often conditioned. And these conditioned beliefs create conditioned thoughts. So they are thoughts that are basically happening automatically. Because most of our beliefs come from our childhood. And we never question these beliefs because we are unaware of how to process the emotions and the feelings that are associated with that thought. And I hope you're still with me because this leads me into the third step of the process, which is releasing judgment and any feelings of guilt associated with that thought, with that emotion, or with that belief. And now you can transition into the fourth step of becoming the observer. And this is an unbiased, absolutely understanding observer. And it has absolutely no skin in the game. It doesn't care about your opinions or attachments to the thoughts that your mind has created from the experiences that you've been through. And like a full-grown adult watching their child learn, you can see the innocence of yourself because you came into this world and into this life with a blank slate. All you ever did was just observe. You took in information and what you took in had an effect on you and has shaped you. And none of that has been your fault. So when you reach this place of neutrality of just seeing everything as it is without any judgments, you're better able to understand the essence of who you are. And this leads into step five, which is self-inquiry. And I'll be honest, this is something that takes a long time to really grasp and understand. But if you work at it, you can really start to understand that there's a lot of different noise going on in your head and you, the true you, has been the one observing it this whole time. And you can start to differentiate between the awareness and the mind that is creating thoughts. And this leads me into the sixth step of what I like to call tracing it back. So a thought comes up, you're in that place, you felt what you felt, and now you're the observer, and now you know who you truly are, you're in tune with your true identity, and you've released any judgment, and you're in a safe space where you can now look at the thought and say, okay, where did that thought come from? What was I believing that caused that thought? And then you might find it. You might say, well, I had this thought that I... I'm going to bomb this presentation today. And that thought that came up comes from a belief that I am inadequate. I am not good enough. And there are thoughts that created that belief. And these might have been your thoughts from something in your childhood, from societal standards, from your parents' thoughts. So 
it's all about tracing it back from the thought to the belief to the thought to the belief. And it can be beautifully culminated into the seventh step and last step of speaking truth and rewriting a thought that rewrites a belief that rewrites those thoughts and that rewrites the original belief. And just to give you a little secret, when you do start to trace it back, you realize that it all comes from one main issue. And that's either living in a state of fear or living in a state of love. One is living out of your ego. And that's the one that has been fighting all its life to try to be good enough, to try to be better than the next person, to try to create this identity and persona for yourself that keeps you separated from other people. And what love does is it calls in oneness and it calls in inclusivity and it calls in understanding. And these are all things that are not beneficial towards the ego because it sees it as a threat to its existence. And the good thing and the good news is that your ego is not who you are. You are the awareness of yourself and your true self is unconditionally love and unconditionally understanding. And when you reach this final step, when you're in tune with your true identity and you rewrite the thoughts that the mind has presented your whole life, and then you heal. And then you begin to realize what it truly means, what it truly, truly means to go within and to find all your healing within because you're not just healing yourself. You're healing a world that has been full of conditions, that has been full of judgments, that has only known fear and fear to protect itself. And many times throughout our history in the form of violence, in the form of trauma and stress, and it all gets passed down to you. And here you are in this moment in history in this lifetime with the choice to continue down that path or to stop and go within. Because when you do this enough times, you really do heal yourself. And then the world around you is changed because you no longer see a world that is evil in nature, but is just as innocent as you saw yourself. Because when you see it in yourself, you have no excuse not to see it in your neighbor in your brother, in your friend. And that is not an easy pill to swallow at first, I'll be honest. And it still is a process today. But it is worth the cost of seeing yourself as innocent as love and as your neighbor as yourself. So that's basically the seven-step process. I did put an eight-step in this process, but I left it at seven because I like the number seven. The eighth step, I would just say, is to thank yourself because this is not something that a lot of people do. And if you're on this journey and you want to find out what it means to go within, that means that you have reached a point in your life where you've tried so many different avenues and aspects to find healing. And maybe some have temporarily worked, and that's great, but you're longing for something 
that has a permanent effect and change in your life and you are not willing to settle for anything less. And if nobody out there is thanking you for the work that you're doing in your life, today I say thank you. And on behalf of Mary, I also say thank you because this is what it's all about. This is why we're here. This is why Mary has this podcast, because she's helping people along this journey. And collectively, we are all in a place where all of our shadows are being brought to the light. And it's sometimes a painful process, but it's absolutely beautiful. So thank you again. And thanks for having me on the podcast. If you do have any questions, um, feel free to message the Solidification Podcast Instagram page. Um, you can message me at J underscore P-R-O-C-E uh, on Instagram or the dot enlighten dot you handle at Instagram as well. And I forget what Mary usually says, but I think it's thank you and namaste. Namaste.